sweet just in case any any more non-personal lightning strikes non-personal lightning strikes it's like yeah we've just caught up and talked about all your you know all the health issues and like your boner being busted and then (laughs) there are too many stories of that happening yeah dude it's weird throwing a sideways bone (laughs) (laughs) did you dennis rodman yourself is this what this is? Me and my my roommate, me and my best my best bud Jerry, um, we've had this running joke since we were kids, and the joke is like, well, of course my dick isn't straight. I fell asleep in jeans once, and, <laughs> and that's the joke. But then there's a follow up, which is like, yeah, and I've been sleeping in jeans ever since to try and bend it back. <laughs> Because, like, who has not, like, woken up in their jeans still with a heinous Rodney just fucking smashed against the denim? Like, everyone's everyone's lived that experience, right? Uh, oh, Christ. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Solid, maybe. <laughs> Falling asleep in, like, shorts and stuff before because they're comfy and easy to wear, but, like... In jeans, like, like you mean, like you go to bed and you're just like, no, fuck, like you, taking these like, off. No, you get drunk and you fall asleep with your jeans on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I've. Wait, have I ever gotten drunk and fall asleep with my jeans on? Again, it might just be a shorts thing for me. Yeah, it sounds like you have a really straight boner. I... <laughs> <laughs> I take care of it even when I'm drunk. Yeah, that's that's wonderful foresight. Welcome to the boner cast. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Welcome back to Good Morning Toy World. That's how this episode starts. I am your host with the most <laughs> health issues because we were off last week for um, fear of dying. Uh, I had a sickness that didn't allow me to speak, which is pretty fucking horrible. But I'm back and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling alive. And uh, I've realized I've never felt um, so strongly about anything in my life. I've never done anything 27 weeks in a row without quitting. So the fact that I had to skip one made me a pretty sad boy. But uh, joining me, as always, via satellite, the Duke of Diaclone, Tony. Did you uh, want to say hello to the people, Tony? I, what's up, everybody? I don't think I've done anything for 27 weeks straight before. This is, this is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. 28. I thought about it the other day. Imagine if we, for 27 weeks, tried to learn a language, tried to eat right, and exercised. We would be the most cut Japanese-speaking white boys with beards you've ever seen, I think. (laughs) It's true. I've actually tried to, like, cut down on my shitty food eating. Nice. And I... Yeah, you just... One relapse, and it's like... You start putting soft serve ice cream in your Slurpees, and you're just... It's fucking game over. (laughs) You just backslide with a... What was it? Dr. Evil's creepy crawler gummy machine (laughs) (laughs) dr dreadful yeah dr dreadful's fucking tombstone brownies in a pouch or whatever (laughs) it's they don't make it anymore so i just went to the medical supply store bought a bunch of vials long story short i think i accidentally made crystal meth and how is it (laughs) i can afford five cent candies now how is it man (laughs) i had fortitude for 27 weeks straight i want to throw it all away by a harsh drug addiction so (laughs) 
You know, they try everything at least once. Um, maybe mm-hmm. not crystal meth, though. Definitely not sleeping <laughs> in jeans, listeners out there. No. Please, please do not. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, fe- it feels good to be back, though, Tony. It feels great to be yeah. here. I'm excited for True episode fact. 28. Uh, hello, Reddit, is what <laughs> that's, that's how this one starts. Are we being sponsored by Reddit now? Oh, no, I'm just probably going to post on Reddit, because Reddit's oh, a community cool. full of wonderful people, and um, the the toy the toy sitch on Reddit, I mean, maybe it's just an outsider looking in, it looks pretty barren, but it okay. would be cool to reach out to slash r slash action figures and see if uh, if anybody wants to come hang out with us and listen to us talk shit for an hour every every. <laughs> Sweet, every I always week. just thought Reddit was like Diet 4chan, but... All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Diet 4chan. Here, like 4chan zero. I just assume it was like 4chan minus the like, I don't know, just like heinous, rapey, demonic spirit that like dwells within 4chan. <laughs> I think that's what like brings people to it. It's like a fly going into a zapper. Yeah, there's monsters out there like me. Let's go meet them all on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, it's, it's funny because, like, back when the 4chan toy board first started, it was actually pretty, pretty legit place. Um, people would, like, gather, talk about, like, you know, the toys they like, some things coming out. They're pretty excited. Mm. There were a couple of uh, Christmas exchanges that we did back in the day. Um, got some neat stuff, gave out some cool stuff, um, met up with a few people, because in, in Vancouver, or at least one of the cities by Vancouver, um, there's a, a little port town called New Westminster, and, uh, they have the world's largest tin toy soldier, mm. that's just kind of out by the key, and, uh, there was one time where people are just like, hey, meet on up, and we'll... I'll, like, trade and sell toys and stuff like that, and it'll be rad. So I ended up going to that and, like, met a couple pretty rad people, picked up some toys for, like, super cheap, and went on our way. And, uh, today I went back and I was like, no, what, yeah, toy on 4chan, haven't been there in a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, read through a few threads and just kind of, like, closed all my incognito tabs, and I'm like, yeah, no, what, that's... This is why I haven't been back here in a while. Everything, every thread was about like just shitting on everything about that thread. Mm, that's, it just turned into like that sucks. what everyone expected for a chan to be. Um, so. Just, just because like I don't know. It's kind of romantic the idea of like an online community and an online group um, having a good rapport and then being like, let's fucking meet up somewhere and and swap some shit because everybody mm-hmm. has toys they want to swap out, but. Um, totally yeah that that's that is a really romantic idea of an online community that gets along and wants to talk about toys but it is so hard because i mean we're we on the podcast here we talk a lot i talk a lot of shit you're a very kind soul tony but i'm a dickhead (laughs) and like i just want to (laughs) believe you do want to believe and i respect that it's the best got the heart of a disney princess you do you're (laughs) frozen you're frozen or whatever um, um okay <laughs> did you just get hard is that what that was i meant I'm just saying i'm, merely I'm glad the... i don't have jeans on <laughs> um I'm about yeah to let it go 
um, yeah, people people do like to shit on toys and get pissed about toys, and we've shit on a lot of toys, and I've shit on the Black Series, but I'm excited about something that's coming in the Black Series. Oh, is it the, is it the Robot Man? Yes, of course it's the Robot is, is Man. It, it's it's Alan Tudyk Robot Man. It is uh, K2SO, I believe is his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I um, I. You're excited. Please continue. Sorry, I'm just every thing I've seen about that character just looks super rad, and I'm I'm talking just from the toy sake. Like the Black Series looks awesome. The the Lego like construction figure looks really fun. Um, Ellen Tudyk's awesome. Like I love the actor. I love his sense of humor and everything. So like it's. If there's anything I get from this series, it's probably going to be like a few of the troop troopers and this rope, this robot, this droid. Yeah, he look, he looks really great. Really bad hiccups. He's... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened? You got the pizza burps? Is that what that was? No, I just had like a weird hiccup attack as I was trying to talk. You just got so excited about a robot that you started like your body started to shut down. It's like this is how he goes. He finally reached his, like, toy nirvana moment where he's just, this is his blissful death of hiccuping into oblivion. <laughs> he died the way he lived, a fucking nerd. <laughs> he's excited about robots. He got Deep excited shit. about robots. I got excited about robots. I mean, I I am, I'm not skeptical at all, actually, about uh, Rogue One, and I really do hope it's a great mm-hmm. film, and it, aesthetically that film looks fucking beautiful, like... Mm-hmm. All of the, the design for, like, the control rooms and the characters, and it all just looks so pretty, um, and and it looks of the era, which is beautiful. So I, I hope that Rogue One is an incredible film, and I hope that it does all the things that I wanted um, The Force Awakens to do. I hope it awakens my love for Star Wars again, because I felt pretty lukewarm after um, Force Awakens. But uh, this robot and this design... Holy smokes, he looks so cool. And there's something really mm-hmm. intriguing and exciting about a robot that, like, here's an order, and he's like, yeah, g- uh, eat shit, fuck face, and then just does whatever the <laughs> hell he wants, like, right afterwards. <laughs> or, like, I don't know, it's just weird, disjointed, like, not, it's not disdain, but it's like a misunderstanding of humanity. And he's just like, ah, oh, fuck you, whatever, let, okay, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a... Like a grumpy C-3PO. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of dig that. And yeah, like, I like I mean, the, 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 there's been a few grumpy bots um, throughout Star Wars, like HK-49, or sorry, HK-48, uh, which was the like the, the robot that coined the phrase meatbags, mm. um, which he did steal from Bender. That was a thing. They were like, we're inspired by Bender. We'll make this robot basically be Star Wars him. Mm. Um so he was pretty big in the the fan community, but this whole like like the droid that isn't there to serve whichever organics um own them is just such a cool idea. They're just like, yeah, he's a reprogrammed imperial droid. We might have like fucked a few things up. Mm-hmm. Now he's a downer, <laughs> and that's awesome. I like him. He's so like lumbering and weird and like yeah. he's like gangly but bulky in all the right spots. Like his design mm-hmm. is pretty special. I really like it. He looks like he was designed by Ashley Wood. 
Yeah, he kind of does. He minus I'm... the minus the cummy face, but yeah. I could fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why is this the, the second time this week a podcast I've been on has mentioned cummies? Mm. <laughs> hey man, it's a pretty human experience. <laughs> All the toys are going to get their cummies. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I like a, a small, a small part of me kind of wants to like get a couple of these, like at least the construction figures, and like give it a nice grimy three A, like classic three A style, like wash job, and and maybe put some like tummy tubes in them or something, like just. Like, they're not going to cost lots. <laughs> so. Yeah, it is, it is the Black Series. And you never know with the Black Series. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's warm in pegs. Probably not him, though. Because he's... Mm, I highly doubt he'll... Like, anytime a droid comes out, those are usually, like, the first to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so, hope, I, I, I hope I see one on the peg at some point. Like, I hope... I come across one and I get to purchase one. Like, I don't think I would internet it, which, I mean, for being on the island, the internet is a wonderful resource for not shopping mm-hmm. locally. Um, but it's it's hard sometimes because sometimes shit just doesn't end up here. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I think he'll be around. Like, Black Series is popular, but not stupid popular. Like, the figures sit on the shelf for a week, so I'll be able to pick up who I want. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah, just hit your, your local Toysaurus. Yeah. Oh, my so, local Toysaurus, um, how we've talked so much about ye. <laughs> yeah. I, I like your guys' Toysaurus. I think I've mentioned that, like, every time it does come up, too. You you love it. Like, it's it's because everyone that works there isn't just destroyed on the inside. Some of them are. Well, yeah, I know, but, I mean, like, not everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I like our, our Toys R Us. I like I like the island. It's a beautiful place full of beautiful mm-hmm. people and toys sit on the shelf for a few days to a month. So it's great for shopping, I guess. Yeah. That's it's pretty exciting stuff. Like shit. I like here here, like I said before, it's it's a race against time and other other nerds. It's like a Less violent, but slightly more shitty Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... And it's like, I'm I'm not even the Katniss, I'm like the kid that gets that weird axe to the face in the first few minutes. I'm just background child number three mm. when it comes to the toy collecting here. Yeah, um, when when Hunger Games became a thing... And I watched it become a thing. Um, not that I, like, super avoided it. I did, though. Like, I didn't end up watching any of the Hunger Games. I just saw it and saw the trailer. And I'm like, that seems like uh, a pretty shitty, uh, re- <laughs> like, white person remake of Battle Royale. Oh, I, think yeah. I'm, I think I'm good. Like, beat, to, <laughs> beat Takashi being, like, my Japanese acting idol. Like, I fucking... He's he's everything I want out of a stern Japanese man. Um, <laughs> I I just I just never did it. I'm like you know I I can I can live without this. Just can't can't do it. So yeah. I I still haven't seen any of the movies. 
I've seen GIFs, like, GIF compilations of, like, the first fights. Um, Apparently, like, oh, this new, is a PG-13 movie. New, new podcast rule, we don't talk about Hunger Games because neither of us know shit about Hunger Games. <laughs> well, I know it's Battle Royale, and they made up a weird language. Mm. So That's more than I knew. I didn't know about the language yeah. part. Um, I, I, but there's you... a few people I know that have, like, gotten into it, and I'm like, this is... This is weird. <laughs> we're all like thirty-something-year-old males. Like, I don't think we're the the target audience for this. Mm. Yeah, but that's what they thought about MLP. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to right. the Bron- Brony Cast. Just kidding. Please don't click away. Don't stop. Stop. <laughs> don't click away. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> this episode, we're going to tell you the difference between a Tilby. And a Fedora, and also how to perfectly pronounce your R's as W's. My <laughs> my cutie mark is a can of beer spilt on a piece of pizza. I know that for sure. <laughs> oh god! Shit! I don't even know Back- what mine would be at this point. <laughs> Like a pentagram with a pair of jeans on the sideways boner. <laughs> um, back to the uh, the Star Wars Black Series. Because um, Van- Vancouver gets picked out pretty quick. Um, when, Hardcore. When toys hit the shelf, they're fucking gone. Um, mm-hmm. Will your toy store be bringing in the Black... Or rather, the comic book shop that you, you work at, hang out at. Um, will they bring in the Black Series? As far as I know, yeah. Like, so if you do um, really want one, you could probably be like, "Yo, homies, when you crack that, I want the sad robot." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unless like the other guy that works there is there to take care of the case, and then he acts as if he was a robot. It's a thing that happens. <laughs> he acts like a robot. Well, he's not really good at the human interaction thing, mm. and he just kind of like follows orders very directly. Hold on, you're to telling me even... you're telling me there's a guy who works in a comic book toy slash toy store that doesn't know how to relate to humanity. Shocking, I know. <laughs> That's fucked <laughs> up. That's messed up, dude. But it, but it's funny because like even the owner is like, "Whoa, dude, fuck, just let this slide." The guy's a regular, just. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> he does hate it when we call him a robot, so I make sure to go beep, boop, blurp to his face. <laughs> You're just, like, poking the bear with a stick? A little bit. <laughs> Only when he, like, fights with me for three hours on our Facebook chat about, like, what Pokemon product to order. He'll be Man. like, what exactly should we order? And I'm like, let's get these things. And he's like, I don't know if we should get these. Will it sell? I'm like, you asked me this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm he, telling you what to get. You just asked for my help, and then you're questioning this. Yeah, exactly. Every single time. Yeah. I'm like, know what? Fuck you, then. Don't order anything. And I'm throwing you to the wolves every Friday night. <laughs> Is that the, the Pokemon tournament night? Yeah, and I've actually managed to get it, like, running properly again, and I don't want shit to fuck up. Great job, so I'm Tony. Like, Yay. Actually, that was the other thing, too. Um, there were some maybe minor whispers that, that happened the last time I was in, where another 
local Victoria shop is interested in potentially getting a few Pokemon related things running. So Ooh. I might that sounds fun. assist <laughs> or at least like lay down some some groundwork for people there. Cool. Building communities is a good thing. That's yeah, exactly. That's what we try to do as as filthy nerds. I was reading on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. About am, am I cool to keep keep rambling? I got stuff to talk keep, about this week. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep it good. going, man. Cool. Oh, totally. Any anytime you want to chime in and just interrupt your old pep pep here, you just throw down with whatever you need to say, my friend. <laughs> I might jump up and grab a beverage from the the fridge in a, in a bit, but like, no, keep going. Yeah. So I w- I was reading online um, just about uh, Gundam stuff because I've been going Gundam crazy on on the oh, yeah. inst- on the Instagram. It's what I've been posting about because um, I just had a really like zenful, beautiful like three days of just like fucking power building Gundam kits. Like work has been like stupid crazy, so I've been like working my fucking ass off and doing like nine hour days and stuff and like powering through at work and the second I get home, you'd think I just want to turn off and go to bed, but I'm like, fuck that shit and then like three hours later I'm done a Gundam kit. Um <laughs> nice. Which has been really, really satisfying. I'm super like I'm for for the listeners out there who may be just tuning in or don't know, like, I am not well-versed and, in fact, not versed at all in any of the animes related to uh, Gunpla products, but I do love me some giant robots, and I do love the, the model kits. Like, they're just so fucking fun to build, and, like, the fact that something that comes on a sprue can be so highly articulated and, like, so expressive is so impressive to me. So I've been going nuts on Gundam, and there was a, there was a thing online, a forum or a, or a Reddit thread or a debate about where people are to buy their Gundams online, where to buy their Gundam kits. And mm-hmm. underneath they had a little post and they said, um, to clarify, like, or, or to, to state for the sake of the integrity of the thread, this isn't a conversation about supporting your local Gunpla community. This is for people who need to find stuff online because that's their only option. So I'm guessing okay. that there's a big debate within the community on whether to buy locally or to buy online. I could assume that that is a thing, Yes. Maybe? Maybe? Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, in... Okay, in the, like... Because I've been, I've been off and on doing Gunpla, or even just Playmo for a while. Um, or Plamod, whatever they call it. Uh, plastic Models. Gunpla is Gundam... Play... Blah, whatever. Gundam <laughs> Kits. Um, like, pretty much, like, off and on since I've been eight. And for the longest time, the only places where you could get Gundams were in, like, just model shops. So, like, places that would sell model cars and train shit and stuff like that. And it would be ten times as much as, like, the yen price. Like, if something was, like, eight yen, it would be eighty dollars here. It would. It was stupid. It was a very expensive hobby, um, but since it's sort of become more more well known in North America, <clears throat> our shop has a giant selection of Gundam kits. But across the way in Metrotown, there's another store that has a very large selection, and in the small mall close to Metrotown as well, that is still within like like a five minute walking distance. There is a couple stores in there that have giant. 
selections of model kits. So it's become one of those things where it's like we have become fairly well known because we don't price gouge in comparison to a lot of other places because like we don't have to pay mall rent. So a yeah. lot of people do come and come through us and we do have a Vanpla the Vancouver modeling group air people membership so they show us their card we give them like 10% off or something like that as well and <clears throat> just give them a little bit more incentive too uh but for buying online a lot of people have come to us and they're just like even if it was to get it online you guys are still a lot cheaper mm. so that also might just be one of those like like you you live in Vancouver so you can get all these there's a like people have walked around to see if a new kits come out like while they're in the mall it's a sweet they come over to our shop and pick it up which is kind of shitty for the other store so we try to not get the exact same things that they do and like vice versa so just because no one wants to like steal business or anything from anyone else but like mm. Yeah, it's just one of those one of those things where it's like, um, if you make it easier for people to buy from you locally, that rather than just shop online, then yeah, it's beneficial for like everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, for you, Logan, I know there's, I think maybe two shops that have Gundams. Yeah. And they're both the same chain. Uh, no, I have two different options, two different places. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that was that was the debate, and I said it's romantic earlier when you were talking about uh, helping start a... Well, we were talking about the romanticism. This is the romance cast of um, <laughs> of, of, of communities based around hobbies. Um, yeah. And when you said you were going to help start up a Pokemon thing, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great. Community's wonderful. And so I live in a city that has... Um, it has two different shops that sell Gundams. There's a, there's a comic book shop that does it, and there is a train hobby... Um, old man mothball smelling store that does it as well and they have a they have a great selection um they both have a well they both have a decent selection um Mm -hmm. but the price point wise so if i'm to buy one gundam kit um just one kit it's not so bad the the markup's not insane some stuff is worse than others and you're like really because you can see the you can see the yen price on the on the barcode so you know what the price is and sometimes you look at and you're like you fucking kidding me right now this is insane (laughs) but other times you're like okay the the 18 dollar gundam or the eighteen thousand yen 1800 eight what you know what i'm trying to say yen yeah um is 26 bucks or 30 bucks so not stupid but not great um so buying mm-hmm. one kit is not so bad buying one kit um if you're to buy more than um more than two or three kits in a sitting like there's a bunch of stuff you want to build and make and you've and you've got ambition um yeah. hobby link hobby link japan is fine like the shipping on hobby link kind of sucks because it's about 50 bucks Canadian for, I think, their cheapest shipping option. But, again, their cheapest shipping option is, uh, like, five to seven days. So it's fucking fast. So that's not oh yeah so bad. Um, but it, it's tough because, the, uh, like, I never really... 
I never really thought about the community because I'm not a part of a Gundam community or Gunpla community. I'm just a guy who likes to build model kits, so mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't know if there was any sort of community and being ignorant about it is that justification to not really give a shit or should I because I am I guess a part of the concept and I, I'm someone who builds these kits should I be trying to cultivate a community how much do I want to care and it's and how much do I want to like how much effort for what return like I'd like the idea of people sharing their hobbies and and enjoying something together and sharing techniques or ideas or what kits they think are great or or whatever like I think that's awesome but mm-hmm. Do I have an allegiance to either of these stores enough to care whether or not that helps grow the hobby when the ease of access to the internet is simple enough? And by nature, building model kits is a very solitary, nerdy, hide-in-your-bedroom kind of experience anyways. Yeah. um... Rant rant over, I think. (laughs) No, that's totally fair. Like Most of the times when I see people come in to buy, buy kits... It is usually like, like you, like one guy or lady comes in, picks up their stuff, like calls it a day, and they'll still show they're like, "Hey, I'm part of this club." Um, so I don't know if it's just like an online thing or if they do meetups or anything like that. Or um, the other thing I've noticed too, uh, other than just the solitary people, there'll be a group of friends that come in. And they each, like, they'll talk about the kits, and they'll talk about, like, the designs and stuff like that. And then they'll each, like, walk away with a couple, like, a big kit, or, like, a couple kits each, or something like that. And I just, I would assume that they, like, they all go and build it together. So it's, like, not... So when you have, like, a Pokemon Club type thing, it's a bunch of people that come together, play a tournament and stuff like that. And it's, like, an, an organized thing. I think with Gundams and stuff, there's never... Or, like, kits and things. There are probably people that want to do, like, big group meetups and, like, everyone works on their kits and stuff. But realistically, it's probably more like a small group of friends meeting up, having some snacks and some drinks and, like, building kits together. Mm -hmm. Like, at someone's house or something. Yeah. So, it's... Even the social aspect is still, like, you're, you're with your friends and stuff. Which is totally cool. Like, I can get behind that. I mean, um, it's been a while since I've done stuff like that, but, like, I have friends that do kits, like, super intensely. Like, they won't do a kit unless it's, like, gonna take them a year to completely paint it up and fill in the seams and the gaps and everything, and... Yeah, I've been like, hey, how do I do this certain technique? And I'll be like, oh, well, you know... This is kind of how I do it. So it's a good way to, like, share customizing techniques and, like, ways that some people do it. Like, with me for Gundams, very rarely will I, like, almost take a take them from, like, a Lego standpoint. Where I'm just like, I want to build something and I want something to be done and look looks cool right in one go. Mm-hmm. So I'll bust out the kit, build it up, be excited, done. But then there's somewhere I'm just like, I really like the way this suit looks. I kind of want to go all out. I want to do... Like, the paint and everything, and that's something that I will spend more time on. And I might even do a couple, like, smaller kits in the meantime. Um, But, like, I haven't done a kit in a while. I haven't really 
met up with people who've done kits in a while. Uh, the last few things I've done were like those little bear guys that have been coming out. I think those are adorable. And they're like <laughs> six, seven bucks each on average. So it's like what? The price they're of... twelve bucks in my city. Are you serious? Yeah, and Panda Guy was twenty, and Panda Guy's cute as no. fuck. No, he Did might you pick not... up Panda Guy. No, I didn't pick him up because his price was stupid. Because I think fuck. his like his yen price is dirt cheap. Um, yeah, because they are dirt cheap. That's the idea. No, they're I think they're twelve bucks, and then Panda Guy was sixteen. Okay, because Panda Guy is like. I think one or two yen more. Mm. So at that point, he should still only. I think. I think I saw him for like seven to nine bucks over here. We should be getting more. I'll just bring you a panda guy. Yes, <laughs> welcome to the panda cast. Oh, that's great. A panda guy's cute as fuck. Um, panda guy's cute as fuck. The pure white one and the pure brown one. I love mm. those guys. Yeah, I got those red, guys are awesome. Red, red guy um, built. You got red guy. Day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I picked up the uh, the first four when they came out, and I was going to pick up a fifth one and paint him black and do, like, a Power Rangers team. Oh, nice. Of just bear guys. Um, and then give them, like, like those weapons that I gave you. Mm. <laughs> um, so they each have their own, like, giant fucking weapon to go with them. Yeah. Uh, but the connection points didn't really work out, and I got bored. I yeah. might have been mildly intoxicated when I started building them. That's fair. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit couldn't really focus that well. I'm. Th- I was thinking as you were speaking about um, about uh, communities and and meetups and and groups. And I think for something like Pokemon, it makes sense that a a community could be cultivated and a big community could grow because rule of thumb, we all fucking grew up with it. So. Yeah, there's more or less. there's so many different like touch points and key areas with this that there's so much to love and get involved in like there's the original Game Boy games there's uh, mm-hmm. the anime there's every game that came after that there's comics there's a trading card game with a competitive scene and like a and and a sort of like a drive to want to succeed at a game there's there's so many different facets to it and maybe the idea of a gunplay community is inherently flawed because there's only two aspects there's building a model kit which is dope and there's watching whatever anime those robots came from yeah you know and and i guess by by nature it's easier to build a community when there is a competitive aspect to it right because mm-hmm. pokemon competitive gameplay pardon me card game playing um leads to potentially winning and earning packs because that's how tournaments work and like there's this success and return from being good at it and with magic cards as well it's this like i understand how these rules work and i'm going to use my knowledge to best you in a duel of cards like there's this back and forth mm-hmm. and this and this um gratification of being able to win at something and with gundams yeah. i guess other than like a competition where you try to build a better model or paint a better model than somebody there really isn't that competitive aspect yeah not not so much i mean i've seen a few here and like building kits is a good th- even like for like younger kids and stuff it's a it's a good thing to do. Like it builds like fine motor skills and like really good hand and eye coordination and 
And, like, it lets your creativity flow as well. Like, you know, when you're building this guy, you're going to be so stoked that it comes when it's finished. And <clears throat> you can put the stickers on it. You cannot. You can paint it. Like, there's not a lot of other things that allow that, really. Like, even when, even though there's a, the toy customizer scene is pretty big, very rarely will someone buy something with the intent to, like, completely change the way it looks afterwards like you're not gonna buy like a marvel legends and then be like oh this comes with parts to make a different marvel legends or like to slap these bits on or like with gundam it's like hey buy these little accessory parts and you know make your your kit unique so i mean it's almost kind of too bad that that's not a thing that exists right now or at least isn't that like prevalent in north america because I would assume slash hope that the uh, the scene over in Japan, or at least, like, all of Asia, would be totally different <laughs> for kits and everything. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> they're, they're damn 7-Eleven exclusives. And... <laughs> oh, have you seen the 7-Eleven unicorn exclusive? No. It looks really nice. <laughs> it's, um... It's the Gundam Unicorn in, like, burst mode. Um, so th- it's, like, an all-weight kit where all the panels slide open and show off, um, like, translucent red plastic with usually, like, a silver backing behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Seven Eleven version is white, but it has almost, like, a, a green... Between green and lime green uh, translucent plastic. Ah, the 7-Eleven green. Yeah, the 7-Eleven green. And it looks quite nice. <laughs> that's fun. So, it's... That's one of the things I loved in Asia. Like, the the crazy 7-Eleven exclusive toys and, like, giveaways and things like that. Like, it's, it's, it's a serious deal. <laughs> okay. There were a few things I picked. Yeah, there was a... There was, like, a stamp card thing you could do. And every time you fill up a stamp card, um, you can get an exclusive. It was, like, a noodle box transformer. So it'd be, like, a couple noodles that would, like, change into a robot with, like, weapons and everything and was posable. It was, like, a sh... Yeah, I'm gonna say it. It was essentially, like, a knockoff toy quality. Mm. But it was still, like... Your bowl of ramen turns into a robot. That's fucking didn't, rad. Didn't McDonald's do, like, a burger transformer, like, Happy Meal toy? Yeah, those were, like, way back in the day. They had, like, a... There was, like, a pterodactyl thing of hotcakes, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, the burger turned into, like... I want to say, like, a snake or something like that. You know, food, food in disguise. That's, that's the last place a robot's gonna... That's the least we can expect a robot, not gonna lie. Food in Disguise is almost like the name of an expose about McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> gonna find out what this pink paste really is. Man, <laughs> McDonald's, what a fucking crazy thing that we've subjected <laughs> ourselves to. <laughs> and that, still that, that do is sometimes. That is something we've never really tackled on the show, is talking about... Um, Happy Meal toys. That's something that's mm-hmm. never really come up. 
And that should be a whole fucking episode in itself. Yeah. The Mick yeah, episode. Because there, there are even there are even collectors that will just do Happy Meal toys. I mean, that's a very strange breed of collector, but definitely that's a thing. Well, they they exist. I think we've seen a few of them at the toy show. <laughs> I I missed them, but maybe I missed them on purpose. Maybe it's like them and the like the the real life baby dolls. Oh, super Christ. creepy ones! Did we have we ever talked about them on the show? Probably. I don't. Um, I don't know. Have we? Lis- listeners out there, if we have, I think we brought we them need, up. We need to bring it up. It's been twenty eight episodes, so if there's anything we think we've talked about, it was probably early days, and we can just recycle this <laughs> this material. Okay. I'm okay. gonna grab that drink I said I was gonna get because I'm gonna need need to calm myself down for this. <laughs> Tony <laughs> needs a drink for this bit. There we go. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bit of a recap for the listeners, um, okay. since since I'm sure sure we have new new people who maybe don't know our full story, and hopefully didn't go back and listen to like early episodes because we were still <laughs> honing our craft at that point. And to be fair, the the format is loose, but I think it has some charm. So, <laughs> Tony and I, um, Tony and I do a toy fair in here in Victoria. Tony's in Vancouver. I'm in Victoria. So Tony and I. Uh, go to this toy fair twice a year. So there's a toy fair in May, and there's yeah. a toy fair in October that is put on by a local shop here called Cherry Bomb Toys, and they do amazing toy fairs, and there's tons of vendors, tons of tables, tons of fun stuff. Uh, a couple of the shops from Vancouver come over and, and have their tables with rad mm-hmm. shit, and it's it's all around a good time for, for uh, guys with beards who collect action figures. Um, yeah, you'll get lost in the sea of basically us. Yeah, you you if if you didn't know, oh man, if you had to pick us out of a lineup, oh man, <laughs> it's like when you lose your mom in a Reitman's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Tony and I do this toy fair uh, twice a year, every year. Um, Tony's been doing it a very long time, longer than I. Um, is well versed. But at this toy fair, this is a long lead up. This is just like a here's a crash course on our lives. Um, <laughs> I work this really hard to be a twenty something who's achieved nothing. <laughs> achieved toys, that's all that matters. I did achieve toys, that's for sure. I achieved <laughs> the uh, proudly displayed um, lady deterrents that clutter up my <laughs> room. <laughs> So, Tony and I go to these toy fairs, and at these toy fairs, there's all kinds. So, um, potentially McDonald's toy collectors, uh, people looking for old, like, vintage cars. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there is no shortage of niche toy collecting to be done at this toy fair. But there is a table of, I think it's a husband and wife who run the table, and they, yeah. ma- they make dolls. And you might be saying... Hey, you dick. Dolls are toys, too. People collect dolls. And yeah, people do collect dolls. And technically, like, Hot Toys and 3A are dolls because they're (laughs) toys with clothes on. But these dolls are different than 3A Hot Toys and or uh, porcelain-faced, more classic dolls or Barbies. Um, These dolls are 
replica infant baby dolls. Yeah, like like hyper realistic old baby dolls. Hyper realistic. You can see like veins through the flesh. Yeah. Hyper realistic. Absolutely wretchedly disgustingly puke in your own lap realistic baby dolls and not to say that there's anything wrong with babies because babies are necessary for this race to continue and not to say that there's anything wrong with dolls but these hit the uncanny valley hard thank you that's that's exactly what it is it's it is the uncanny valley that they live in Mm -hmm. (laughs) they will lure you into this valley and trap you there and you will get smothered by a mountain of a landslide of disgusting baby dolls um and they're they're fucking they're fucking so disturbing like the grossest things you've ever seen and part of the the i don't know the repulsion of the whole endeavor is that um they're super realistic and who wants a fake baby that is that realistic yeah i i don't that's who is the audience is what horrifies me who who the audience is this this is the part that like almost kind of tugs at my heartstrings too because it's like what if the audience for this product is like someone who's like had to deal with a type of tragedy you know and like might view these as a coping mechanism and it's like when you go by the table it's it's not just it's not people our age like they are they're much older mm-hmm. um so to them i guess it's not creepy <laughs> it's <laughs> They don't see any, like, weird negative connotations to this. Yeah. Um, so it's like, as much as I'm, like, I walk by there and go, like, oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? I'm imagining, like, how many times in a show they must get, like, just looks of disgust and repulsion. And I'm like, oh, man, I almost kind of feel for them. But it's like, this this doesn't feel like the right kind of venue for what you're trying to do or what you're trying to bring like this is yeah you've got guys looking for like Hot Wheels and Star Wars guys and like Monster High and Barbie and stuff like that and then you're you're coming down with your like baby stillborns and you're like (laughs) this on a lighter note because this got kind of dark um I think having one for pranks would be hilarious. Oh my god. If you just had one and you're walking down the street and you're having a smoke and you're just ashing your smoke right under your fake baby's face, like, that would be so fucking funny. Like, imagine someone coming up to you who has this, like, righteous chip on their shoulder and is just wants to tell you about how smoking around your baby is horrible and it's a fake baby that you're just fucking ashing right onto its little fucking... Two-month-old sculpted face, and it's bulbous, but still. Fees- uh, I can't. I can't think of the word for squishy, but malleable. There we go. Malleable bulbous but malleable flesh. skull. Yeah, or just like like putting it down on like a city trash can to like check your phone or something. Like just really like, I don't know. I think it could be a great prop, 
But it's, like, again, it's so realistic that, like, if you did a prank where, like, you bonked its head against a lamppost or something, like, someone might, like, puke or, like, panic or, like, freak out, you know? Because, like, <laughs> they are the so out of you. realistic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh... The, see, I'm thinking from, like, another... Another point of view, it's, like... You're, you're at home and for some reason you buy one of these dolls and stuff and, like, you know... Trying to go to sleep and then you just hear crying you're crying be- from this baby it becomes real it be- no it becomes it's, a vessel it's haunted it's a haunted <laughs> tiny little baby mad, mad haunted oh no <laughs> Just, all of a sudden the chicken bones from the dinner before are in a circle around it oh god welcome to guttural Can't frequency t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 yeah by the way <laughs> by the way it's getting closer to halloween so i'm gonna get more and more like kind of disturbing and excited at the same get, time you're gonna get spooky you're gonna have a spooky boner oh i always do mm-hmm. i love i love halloween it's the only time of the year that like i can buy decorations for my home just all year round <laughs> Like, I don't know if you can see it, but there's, like, a big skull um, panel thing that I picked up at the Michaels. I'm like, this is going on my wall forever. (laughs) Yeah, I love that Halloween is coming. Uh, I am excited. I love Halloween. I love every different fucking version of Halloween. I love Mm -hmm. uh, being a little kid trick-or-treating Halloween. I love being a slightly older kid, being a piece of shit with fireworks Halloween. I love mm-hmm. the getting drunk as shit while you're dressed up as Mario <laughs> Halloween. Like, I love I, I love the staying at home watching horror movies and handing out candy Halloween. Yeah. There is no version of Halloween that I'm not like, yep, you got it. Except House Party Halloween has become less and less appealing as the years go on. Yeah, they, they were fun because they usually would lead into drunk as shit Mario Halloween. Yeah. How often um, do you get to see Smokey fuck the bandit? That kind of Halloween. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith, if you're listening. <laughs> People were seeing him today. Like, just all around Vancouver. Um. But yeah, no, I... I yeah, Halloween's just... It's my hands down favorite it's always been consistently my favorite um i'm not even really a big like costume guy i don't really like go all out for costumes and stuff for halloween most because i just i never know what i'm gonna do up until like the week before it's hard Um, to find a good costume that has a beard that too that and i just i want everything like it's so hard to like so hard to tell what Mm. i want to do um, last year I, we ended up going to a bar out in Chilliwack, uh, actually the bar that I'm getting married at, um, we went there for their, like, Halloween night type thing, and, uh, I was kind of like a thrown together stormtrooper, which was kind of fun, um, but now it's like I've got access to slightly better stormtrooper parts, so I picked up, like, a voice amplifier type thing just in case I do that again, but now I'm like... What if I want to do this sort of stuff? And, like, 
the Halloween stores, <clears throat> I think it's a Spirit Halloween, they have the Fallout license. Ooh. So they've got, like, relatively non-shitty Vault Dweller jumpsuits. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to get this, I would but want one of those. Time... I would want one of those just for, like, having sex in. That sounds awesome. Oh, oh, very much so, yeah. But they don't have any, like, pit boys. Or dick holes in them? <laughs> um, you know, if you believe in yourself enough, you can make a dick hole in anything. I tried that in jeans once. <laughs> <laughs> Snap my dick in twain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've unlocked the perk. I've unlocked the perk bloody mess. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I need another beer. Oh god. That oh, was, that oh was no, great. my supple soft hands. That just hurt a bunch. This isn't gonna oh, open. <laughs> Should I try and open a beer like you do with a lighter but with a fucking SD card? <laughs> is, that gonna, um... is that gonna work? I kind of hope it does. I know it won't, but I do hope it does. Oh, that just... Oh, that was so audible. Did it get you in the eye? Oh, no, it hit me in the face really hard, though. I'm just glad it didn't biff my computer screen. That was reckless. I... Fuck. Fuck, welcome to the FUBAR cast. <laughs> Fucking Jumper's Shit, what, what Creek you... or whatever. What are you drinking tonight, Logan? That looks uh, looks like a fancy label right there. It is. It's a Electric Unicorn White IPA. Okay. Okay. I actually tried that last time I was in town. It's six point five percent. It's all right. It's 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 not bad, but I shouldn't have had it as my last thing on the flight. Mm, Yeah. Because that warm. And, like, with just the sediment really taking up the half your glass, kind of churned the tummy a little bit. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. So, um, but, like, I don't know, almost anything and everything by Phillips I'm, I'm always down with. Yeah, Phillips makes a mean beer. Phillips, if you're Maybe. listening. John Actually, Phillips, they're, if you're listening. They're, they're pretty rad. I think at the, like... Christmas thing that I did over on the island, um, one of the representatives was chilling out pretty much with us, and mm-hmm. I think he'd, uh, I think he'd appreciate this cast and us mentioning him. <laughs> yeah, no, so. totally. Um, I think I know the fella you're talking about. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah. I wanted to do a shout out. Speaking of shout outs, fucking mm-hmm. shout out to possibly a fake name, Trevor, Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Frick. Oh, Trevor Frick, yes! Do you know this person? I do! Do you know him? Okay, because today he warmed my heart, because, um... Man, fucking Trevor, this tentacles for you, Awuga. Awuga. Um, he gave us a five-star rating on the iTunes, and he said, uh, what did he say? Great to see another podcast about toys. Which makes it seem like his comment is based on content, but not quality. Like, he's excited we're talking about toys, but he could give a Mm -hmm. shit less about how we do it, which is kind of great. So he might think we're just horribly abrasive and offensive, but this tentacle's for you, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Trevor. You are freaking rad. Um, Yeah, thanks, Trevor. You know, you can follow him on Instagram at ITP Studios. 
Uh, Trevor actually makes really freaking bomb-ass paper toys. Shit, yeah, Trevor, we want to have you on the show. Yeah, so, by the way, we we gotta figure this out. Um, That explains why you asked what the other podcast was, (laughs) Trevor. So thanks for listening. Um, And yeah, since you make toys, uh, make really awesome toys... We should totally have you on. So, um, yeah. drop us a line, we'll figure it out, and we'll make it happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it, yeah, that's the shout-out. <laughs> that's, that's, that, was, that was our shout-out for today. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to be shouted out uh, as well, drop us a five-star on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'll, fucking... re- I'll, I'll read your I- Apple ID number out to everybody. <laughs> what's your instagram we'll we'll say what it is even if yeah, you don't dude. want us to have yeah, free plugs everybody's invited <laughs> everyone is invited oh shit should it be kind of fun since we are coming up to like episode 30 it would be kind of cool to do like a little bit of a giveaway type thing we yeah. give out free plugs not the ones that I got. I had to mail those back to China. Oh, you did mail um, them back? Yeah. Well, very much so. Oh, man, I was hoping I got would get one in my stocking this year. Case <laughs> My stopping, stocking keeps falling onto the ground. It's really bottom-heavy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just a stainless steel thud. Yeah, so Sa- <laughs> Santa gives uh, presents to good kids, coal to bad kids, and butt plugs to naughty kids. <laughs> Oh, Santa, you dirty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Like a... Sounds like the beginning of a Chuck Tingle book. Snap question, man. Snap question. What was your favorite toy you ever got for Christmas when you were a kid? Ooh, favorite toy I ever got for Christmas when I was a kid? Yeah, just let them flow into your mind and pick one out. No, I've got got a solid two. Cool. There's two that are the most memorable right now. Uh, first has to be, like, the very first Optimus Prime I got. Yeah. Which was the Gen 2 remake of the Gen 1 Optimus Prime. So, he had the black cab, he had the, the sound box that would, like, make pew-pew-pew noises, some sort of truck rumble, and then, I'm Optimus Prime, Prime, Prime. It was rad. So rad. I still have that toy to this day. Awesome. Um, not... Anywhere near complete. It's mostly just the cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he, he's he had a lot of adventures. He's had a lot of adventures. He's done a lot of shit. Actually, I think I've got the cab and the trailer, but, like, just that. Like, just that is there. <laughs> so, um, I was gonna get a bunch of, like, the add-on kits for the Gen 1 Prime, just to, like, soup them up. Because mm-hmm. um, my mom told me how hard it was to actually get that toy back in the day so you know shout out to mom i hope you're not listening to this podcast because i still want you to have a somewhat respectable idea of what i do yeah no (laughs) no moms allowed on this podcast no no (laughs) or at least not our moms yeah no definitely not our moms we were just talking about how our dicks were smashing our jeans like the whole episode (laughs) this is your fault (laughs) um 
Yeah, and then the second one was... This is, like, super tied for this. Mm. Um, one year, I got... My my chair is super noisy, I'm sorry. Wicker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got essentially the entire line of the Lego Aquanauts set. Yeah, dude. So... Like, my relatives from Germany basically just shipped over a giant crate for everyone in Christmas. And, like, a couple of my cousins got me, like, the ships and stuff. Um, I think my, my mom got me one of the vehicles, too. And then my, my aunt, my German aunt, got me the actual base. Like, the full-blown yellow crystal mining base. And it was... Yes. Oh, it was beautiful. So Aquanauts was... was the was the version where the emo guys were trying to steal the crystals from the not emo guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the emo yes. guys were like sharks. That's awesome. Yeah, their their color scheme was like black and and red and yellow and then the good guys yeah. were just straight yellow. Yellow and blue. Yeah. The yeah, that was a yellow great great Lego line. I had some of the stuff from that and I loved I loved that uh, red emo hair swoop head. Mm-hmm. Um, that became my, I guess, sig fig before I knew what a sig fig was because the internet oh, yeah. wasn't a thing. But that was my <laughs> sig fig head, so I would use that head on everybody. And the best version of Lego me, and <laughs> the concept of like personifying yourself in like a Lego minifigure is kind of fucked it's, up. But um, no, it's a thing you do. I had the, I did the exact same thing. Mine was a rebel pilot, like the orange jumpsuit with that head and uh, mm-hmm. the helmet. I don't know whose helmet it is. Maybe Dax. Whoever had the like yellow and black like pads, like chunks on the head. I can't recall. Oh. Rebel pilot helmet with the like little checkered like squares that was one. Uh, ah, I can't talk right now. Um, checkered squares that were uh, black and yellow. That was. Oh, fuck. Was it like the Y Wing pilot? It might have been the Y Wing pilot. Um... Okay, I gotta do this. I gotta figure this out. The Christmas cast got good. That was a great it, moment. It did. Um, sorry. Actually, yeah, even... Yeah, last year's Christmas was... Was quite good, too. Um, it's totally the Y-Wing pilot. The Y-Wing pilot, yep. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, that minifig, but with the emo swoop hair. She could called it. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Um, yeah, yeah. My my sig fig was like, I really, really, really dug the. Um, oh, okay. So another thing about the, uh, I was huge into space when I was a kid. Like almost all my Lego sets were space related, and like all the like the Lego adventures I'd play with and everything would always take place in space and stuff like that or like on on like planets and things like that that were being explored and shit um and this is kind of funny because when I was a kid um like I, I loved the Blacktron Gen 2 line 
Like, that was, like, mostly everything I had. Uh, so my Sig Peak was always, like, a Blacktron Gen 2 guy before the Unitron sets came out. And I would have a few Space Police ones, but I would always have the Space Police as the bad guys. Like, they were essentially, like, corrupt space cops that were, mm-hmm. like, chasing down, like, other people and stuff like that. And then Unitron came in to be like, whoa, we're, like, legit the military. You guys are, like, a splinter fa- It was just a big full thing. I'd make mechs. It was good times. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd heavy make mechs, like, a lot. I was, like, really big into Mech Warrior, too, so... Nice. I'd try to, like, replicate those as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, I'd have, like, the Sig Vig as, um... It was a dude with, like, brown hair and, like, the headset. And then just a Blacktron helmet and, like, Blacktron suit and everything. It was, it was pretty cool. I, I dug it. It was fun. And then I made a legit one of me not too long ago. Back when, like, the minifigure series started coming out. And I would frequent the Lego store instead of just avoid it. <laughs> so I managed to make like one that looked scarily enough like me, and then it's it's lost somewhere. Nice. Possibly having a space adventure. I, I don't know. So best Christmases Gen Two, Optimus Prime. Yep. And a shitload of Aquanauts. A shitload of Aquanauts, which apparently was a space-related theme. Huh. Apparently it was it was based on an underwater planet. Weird. Cool. Yeah. So, even when I thought I wasn't doing space, I was doing space. Yeah. Nice, dude. Cuz Lego keeps lore very very loose. Super loose. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of cool because then it's like hey, here's some like ground rules, I guess, or some building blocks for imagination and just go nuts. <laughs> I do like one of the old, like super, super old uh catalog scans that people found where it was um it was Blacktron raiding an Mtron like depot. And at one point there were just like two Blacktron dudes being like attacked by a shitload of Mtron guys with like wrenches and stuff. Like, they were gonna get the hard beat down. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. It was again one of the things 4chan found where they're like, "Hey, wait wait a minute guys, can we talk about this?" Fuck yeah, Lego. You're doing it. Yeah, here we go. Here's the scan. <laughs> All I had to do was type in Blacktron Mtron beatdown. So, hopefully you can see it. Yeah, folks out there give that a Google. Wow. That's vicious. When you, like, zoom out, there's, like, a space police cruiser coming in to be like, oh, shit, this is a legitimate riot. (laughs) Yeah. Things you couldn't put in a catalog today because the kids don't know what good Lego is. No. They don't even know. They they let Bionicle die. Bunch of assholes. Twice. (laughs) Fucking twice. I mean, that might have been Bionicle's fault the second time, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit responsible. Um, <laughs> no shits were given. Uh, to wrap up this tangent, uh, my yeah. two best Christmas gifts, I think. 
Christmas moments, memorable Christmas items. Um, one of them is my Game Boy Color. Nice. Yeah, I got the yellow one. The dandelion mm. yellow, I believe, is the color scheme, what they called it. Oh, um, that's a fancy one. Yeah, and it's and it was one of it was amazing. I Game Boy means so much to me. It's very integral to the foundation of the human being you have speaking to you now. Um, and then number two is uh, the Kenner Batman uh, Wayne Manor. Oh, shit, you had the full Wayne Manor? I got the Wayne Manor playset when I was a kid. Oh, that's awesome. It became the fortress where my G.I. Joes would bunk out. It, it became <laughs> so many different play items. It was amazing. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's seriously cool that it, like, that you got, like, a playset type thing. Mm-hmm. That was, other than, like, the few Lego-ish ones that I got, like, playsets were never really a big thing. Like, for... For you? For me. Yeah. Like, I just, it was, yeah, one of those, those I never got to experience them just see a bunch and then like want them and then <laughs> uh, draw on boxes and pretend and cry <laughs> oh man making box fucking towns and buildings and shit oh what a time yeah. though that was that was always good too yeah yeah i i couldn't complain about that got the exercise the good old imagination muscle quite a bit when i was younger all right, thanks for joining us here on the podcast, guys. We got to touch base on multiple holidays. We got Halloween in there, we got Christmas in there, we got the day you fall asleep in jeans in there. So we covered all bases. It's uh, it's been great having you guys here. So, uh, Tony, was there anything you wanted to say to the people before we uh, get on out of here? Yeah, just don't forget to celebrate Jeans Day. That's uh, <laughs> a very very monumental time in everyone's life. Yeah, it's so. yeah, it's two weeks after Columbus Day. forever in blue jeans yeah all right thanks again guys uh and remember folks a boba fett for a greedo is a notoriously bad trade we'll catch you next time see ya